Have you ever felt stopped in your tracks and you're just not sure which way to go in your life, in your business? Or maybe you've been struggling to fully step into your power and fully step into your intuitive abilities, your spiritual gifts that you have to help others and those abilities that make you really unique. Or maybe you've got all these abilities and you have no idea what to do with them. It can feel really scary to actually use them. When I first came into my intuitive abilities, it happened when I was young. And I knew this throughout my entire life, but I was so afraid of trying to tap into them and to really learn and utilize the abilities that I had for some unknown reason. I kept feeling it was so scary to actually announce it to the world for fear of rejection, fear of persecution, and fear of truly stepping into my power. If you can relate to any of that, this is the episode for you. We're going to be talking about the witch wound and how it might be affecting you in your life and in your business. So stay tuned. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Before we get started in this episode, I would love to invite you into my free spirit guide masterclass. This is a masterclass to really help you understand how to connect to your spirit guides. And I take you through my five-step process. So if you want to understand how to clearly communicate with them, I highly recommend it. You can go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash free class. And I'd love reading your reviews. I want to give a shout out to Allison who says, this is the perfect podcast for those of us who are light workers and ready to experience big soul aligned success. Thank you, Allison. This podcast is truly for you out there listening who truly want to make a change in the world, but first know that it starts with your intuition and that ambition is completely okay. And I feel like that describes the intention of this podcast. Knowing that the first step is to listen to your intuition and your spirit guides in order to fulfill those ambitions in life that you have, especially for those of you who want to make a big change or can feel that change kind of coming up to the surface, which really brings us to our topic today, talking about the witch wound. So what is the witch wound? Well, it's really about lifetimes of experiencing trauma that we've carried in our bodies and our energy and that we're incarnating with. So for instance, it can be a fear of standing out. So for all of you listening who are thinking, I'm afraid to actually tell people who I am and what I want to do. I'm afraid to break the norm. I'm afraid to actually stand out and be unique and Sometimes people aren't going to like that. Maybe you're afraid of speaking up for the same reasons. People are going to look at me. They're going to point the finger at me. 
or being afraid of claiming your abilities. We go back into the times where witches were burned. And that carries in itself a lot of fear, a lot of trauma, and also control of women. So being in this earth body in this lifetime, it can be really challenging to want to tell people that you're intuitive or to want to talk to your spirit guides and let it be known in the public. Because we're afraid of shame, we're afraid of ridicule, we're afraid of people judging us or being symbolically burned at the stake, which is horrible. But that's where this wounding comes from. I remember the first time I ever had a past life regression. I was being guided into a session where I lived in a cave. And one of the impressions I became aware of is that I had these abilities to connect with spirit and that I taught people how to do this. I taught people how to commune with nature. But then at some point, the community or a part of the community turned on me and banished me. So I was there left to fend for myself. And the death process was that I knew how to astral project out of my body. So I did that and chose to leave the body. With that experience, a lot of people will find wounding in the community or they're afraid the closest people that they will rely on will turn on them and that they won't support them, which can then lead them not to fulfill their life purpose, their ambitions, and their intuition and their abilities. What's also really interesting is I was talking recently to my friend, Patty Lennon, And she was talking about community and how years and years ago, you relied on your community and how sometimes people in this day and age won't take initiative into their purpose and that they won't actually make money at doing what they love and starting their own business because they're just kind of waiting for the community to take care of them versus you stepping up and making a change. Now, I know if you're listening, you're ambitious. So you're like, I am going to make that change. But this goes into another wounding from previous lifetimes, where perhaps you felt like you needed to give everything away. Some people call this a vow of poverty. I know my friend Candace Haza talks about this. So if you had a previous lifetime where you were saying to yourself, you know, I can't make money, money's bad, and I have to give everything away, or I'm only going to rely on donations, then when you come back into this lifetime, that's going to be a block that's really going to want to hold you back from receiving money for what you do. I see so many spiritual and ambitious souls who want to live their purpose through their business, not make a lot of money because they have an issue with charging, an issue for asking for money, and an issue with charging enough to sustain them. So this can be from an older lifetime and, of course, a current lifetime too. So recently in the United States, Roe versus Wade was overturned. This event has kicked up a lot of the witch wounding. When we start talking about controlling women or controlling women's bodies, especially for those of you who own a uterus or identify 
as female, this witch wounding can come up and have more fear. Fear of being in The Handmaid's Tale. If you've ever watched that on Hulu, it's a wild series. But fear of having your body controlled. Think about when the witch trials were happening. One little movement the wrong way, or if someone didn't like you, society and the people in control who were male would literally take your power away and would burn you at the stake. So when we start feeling controlled or when we feel like, oh my goodness, I'm feeling more suffocated, this is something that can block people from taking the next steps because of a block that's in their subconscious or in their energy from a previous lifetime. If you're out there feeling that fear of not being able to support yourself, not able to move forward in your business, or not able to really talk about who you are and your authenticness, or feeling like you're being complacent right now because you're in freeze mode and you don't know what to do, I want to tell you that right now it's the most important time for you to live your purpose and speak up. The world needs you. The more that you speak up, the more that you do step into your power, the more your community, the people who will support you, are going to be drawn to you. It's hard to find you if your light's not on. Your light has to be on so more people can be drawn to who you are. All right, I'm going to talk about some things that you can do to help clear some of these blocks right after this quick break. This episode is sponsored by my six-week intuition and spirit guide program for intuitive languages so that you can clearly and consistently communicate with your spirit guides and understand your intuitive messages. Finally, trust your intuition Stop the second guessing and have confidence in your spiritual gifts. You can go to messengerspirit.com forward slash my intuition to get four intuitive languages now. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. All right. Thanks for staying with me. So we're talking about the witch wound. Basically, a wounding from the witch trials or a wounding from previous lifetimes as a shaman, as a healer, as somebody who wanted to fully step into their power, but something happened in a previous lifetime. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to guess that you've had a previous lifetime that has caused you at some point to not want to step fully into your power and your gifts. And unfortunately, there are still countries in this world where that fear is still very real. There's still a number of people in society who are afraid of women's power. In previous lifetimes and in the current state of the world, there have been instances of controlling of women. 
because they're afraid of women's power. So naturally, women become afraid of their own power too. I'm here to tell you to step into your power. And how do we do this? How can we put some steps into place to do that if you feel like you can't stand out, if you feel you're afraid of being seen or speaking up, or you're afraid of being more visible online in your business or claiming your intuition and your abilities. Maybe you're not talking about it with people or only with some people and not the others. One of the most important things is to find that right community, which I talked about. The more you shine your light, the more you speak up, the more you will find that right community for you. Now, I understand that you've probably been burned by community in past lives and even in this current lifetime, possibly. What I know to be true, what I've seen in my own experience and in the people that work with me in my programs is that it's okay to let people go who really aren't in that supportive role for you. And they're really not in alignment with your vibration. And when you do, it can feel scary, but part of your lesson in this lifetime is to stand out. Part of your lesson in this lifetime is to be you, be authentic, unique, and individual. So in other lifetimes where you've relied on community, part of your journey, your mission is to stand up and be you whether it's in community or in the absence of community. But the more that you do stand up to be you, you will then attract those right people for you. Now, another thing that you can do, which is a little bit more scary, is to literally do the opposite of what your fear is telling you to do. (laughs) Now, I'm not talking about if a mountain lion is chasing you, I'm not just saying to stop and face it. If you're in a true survival situation, I'm not talking about do the opposite of your fear. What I'm talking about is what you're fearing on an ego level, what you're fearing energetically, and letting the fear stop you in your tracks so that you're not moving forward. So do the opposite of what your fear is telling you to do. If your fear is saying to you, you can't stand up, you can't speak up, one of the things you can do is challenge that. Well, what is the worst that would happen if I spoke up? And why is that a big deal? Now, if you are in an abusive relationship, please do not take this advice and seek out a therapist. There are situations where this tip is not going to be beneficial, but I'm more so talking about the everyday fear of, well, I can't say that, or I can't voice my opinion on my political topic, or I can't do this or that. Well, what's the worst that's going to happen? Most of the time, what's the worst that's going to happen is that the people that are not in your vibration are going to fall away. Big deal. Bye. We don't need them. What we do want is to have that freedom to say what we need to say. And the more that we do, again, we attract the right people. Finding the right community can be so helpful for you because they get you. They can talk about all this woo-woo stuff. They can talk about the things that are really bothering you. They will understand because they're, in a sense, on a similar journey too. When we do the opposite of what our fear is instructing us to do, and we just explore and get curious about it, we can journal, say, well, you know, what's what's the worst that can happen here? So in my business, for an example, if there's a topic that's really important to me, I'm going to talk about it. I've thought about it before. Should I say this? Should I not? And really what it boils down to, is this going to help someone? Is this going to impact someone? And also I want to be able to speak up about what I believe in 
so that the right people can find me and the people that don't vibe with me will go. So I don't worry about losing the people because I know when I do that I shine brighter, my voice is heard, and it also gives other people in a way permission to be themselves too. Now, another tip that I encourage you to do is find role models. Find role models as an example and see how things have impacted them too. It can be really helpful to see people who you respect and who are authentic and who share their abilities and who they are too. Now, when I say this, please don't ever put anybody on a pedestal because they'll fall off that pedestal real fast. What I am saying is it can be helpful to know, you know, I'm not the only person here. I know there are people like me who are also standing out. Now, another way that you can clear out some of these blocks is to do past life regression and do energy clearing work. Now, I always recommend to find someone who you definitely resonate with. I think word of mouth is the best way, but you can also search online. And then when you find them, making sure that you resonate with their picture and their vibe and do a quick gut check to make sure they're the right ones for you. But past life regression has been so helpful for me. So I used to do past life regressions. I don't anymore. But what I did do is record it in a 90 minute session for my students who enroll in four intuitive languages and pay in full. They get this bonus so that they can clear out anything that's holding them back. If you are an energy worker or a Reiki practitioner, then you've got the skill sets to help clear out whatever's coming through. Sometimes it's nice to not have to be the practitioner and the receiver. So seeking someone else out to help clear out that wound. Counseling, therapy, especially if the wound's really deep and it's showing up in your life and writing everything down. And one of the biggest things that's helped me in my life is asking myself, what am I here to do in this lifetime? What am I ready to do? Am I in alignment with my mission or am I going to let fear hold me back? I know at the end of my life, I don't want to say I missed it or I got off path or I was wrong. I want to be able to say, hey, I followed all of my intuitive messages and I took action on them. And I give myself permission to be a beacon for others. I give myself permission to be authentic. I give myself permission to be seen. I give myself permission to speak up. Really being curious, doing the inner work, asking myself what my mission is, asking my spirit guides, and then also doing some affirmations too. It's safe to be seen. It's safe to talk about spirit. If there's one thing I want you to get out of this episode, it's, are you ready to shine your light? What's holding you back? Get that removed so you can move forward and fully step into your power and step into your intuitive abilities. You've most likely had these abilities from lifetimes ago. Sometimes I see people who have had abilities in previous lifetimes that were wide open, priestesses, shamans, healers. However, this lifetime, they feel like it's blocked. And if you resonate with that, what might be blocking you is a previous lifetime. That wound of feeling like something really bad is going to happen if I fully step into my power. What's interesting is I've also seen People who have had these same lifetimes come into this one and say, Whitney, my intuitive abilities 
are off the chain. Like it's just everywhere. There's just bananas. I I'm, don't know how to control it. And they're looking for a path to funnel all that energy in. So if you resonate with that, I'm here to say, yes, it is time to hone that skill set. For me, that's how it showed up. I saw all these things. I started talking about it and quickly realized not many people were okay with that talk until I decided to explore it on my own and I got a mentor and I understood. If you have that, that is a sign that it is time to hone and tame that ability. Now, when I say tame, that might have this negative connotation with it. What I mean is you don't need to be reading everybody all the time. One of the things that I teach the students inside of Four Intuitive Languages is, hey, let's make sure that it is coming in for you. So it's a funnel in the system. So you don't have to live like that. You don't have to live where it's always on and you don't know how to make sense of it. And it just is draining you and causing you some grief. You can actually hone that too. I would love for you to reach out to me over on Instagram at Messenger Spirit. Let me know what your ahas were with this episode and also any other topics you would love for me to talk about. I'm also going to link four intuitive languages and the Spirit Guide Masterclass right here in the show notes for you. And my last question for you is, are you planted in the right soil? So this is going to give you an indication of, are the people around me nurturing me? Is the location where I'm living nurturing me? Is the job that I have nurturing me? Are the choices I'm making nurturing me? If your answer is no for any of those, I want you to really go within and find out what block is holding you back. It could be that you don't have confidence in yourself. It could be that you're afraid to step out, that you don't trust yourself, you don't trust your abilities, or you're afraid to make a change. And really get curious about where this block possibly could have come from and why you're still holding on to it. Because if you're holding on to it, it must be serving you for some reason. Maybe that reason you think is to keep you safe and safe from what? Because oftentimes it leads to, again, the witch wound from another lifetime. I will see you next week, but until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.